0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk Podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Well, we've got something completely different happening in the studio. We've had a flutist. Is that what you call them, a flutist? Is that... that is that I've, I've done that wrong? We've got a flutist called Kirsten Ede Hi, Kirsten. How Hello. you doing? Good Can you play you. us a note to show that we're actually Prove that we're live? You know. Oh my gosh, that's spine tingling, isn't it? You know. And Kirsten Mason, who is the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra director of artistic program, and she's joining me as well. Good morning, Kirsten, and Kirsten. Good morning. Double Kirsten show. I can't get it wrong.
1: <laughs> that's right. We did that just to make your life easier. And
0: it does. Let's start with Kirsten, the the boss, the the creative director. Let's tell me how hard has been trying to put shows together, do things with New Zealand's you know amazing orchestra without being able to play to audiences.
1: Yeah, I won't lie. It's been pretty tough, but we're quite good at it now because it's been a couple of years. Um, And and so moving into the red traffic light setting, what's interesting is you can still play to audiences of 100 people. So that's a start. But what's what's tricky is that you don't know if you're going to have an orchestra because um, there's going to be a lot more people self-isolating and potentially having COVID. So you have the possibility that players are going to drop like flies, um, not health-wise, but just be unable to play in the short term, which is how we came up with the concept for our surprise concerts daily catch that we've been doing this last week and and this coming week. The idea being that, um, as an audience member, you sign up for a concert and then you turn up and you find out who's playing and what they're playing when you get there. And we did that because we wanted an element of fun. We want people to trust us um, and, and trust that the NZSO has amazing musicians and they'll put on a fantastic creative show. But also there's a practical side to it which is that uh, if an ensemble has to be taken out at the last minute, then we can put in one of our other ensembles and no one's any the wiser because they didn't know what they were getting anyway until they turn up.
0: So going to the other Kirsten, the flute player, how hard is that as a musician, not knowing an hour before a show who's going to turn up, who's not going to turn up and how hard would it be for the poor old conductor that has to put everything together?
2: Uh, Yeah, you're right, it's pretty tricky. Um, I guess Because we've had quite a bit of time in our own homes in the last couple of years, um, we've had to just keep on doing our own practice and be kind of ready for anything. Um, And having these concerts to play for has been really good for us because um, it's been quite hard to keep the motivation up um, through the last couple of years. So, So
0: my experience in dealing with big groups like orchestras and that is it's a very close knit group of people and they are absolutely, completely passionate about their. Their skill or their profession. That's right. So, how do you hold it all together in lockdowns and and you know COVID restrictions? Are you can you rehearse via Zoom?
2: Uh, we have had some rehearsals like that, just um, amongst the players. Um, nothing too formal, but um, it's quite hard with the delays and things on and Zoom, and the sound quality is not that great for instruments, to be honest. But um, I think we've just had to. Um, kind of dig deep really and just remember why we do this because it's such a dream job to have anyway and so just keeping in mind that at some point it will go back to normal and we will be able to do all those big group uh, concerts again um, hopefully sooner rather than later
0: going back to the other kirsten the boss lady here i mean how can you get them to rehearse the the musicians to rehearse under covert restrictions could you still have a bigger orchestra pit so that you're all two meters apart and and still rehearse I mean I'm trying to picture how you can keep going because this is a professional orchestra isn't it
1: that's right it's a professional full-time orchestra so all of our players are are full-time with the NZSO which is terrific we can still get together and rehearse um, because it's a workplace when players come together so there's actually no there are no restrictions on the, the number of of people you can have in a workplace at any one time at the moment. So we are we do have more distancing between the players um, when we bring them together.
0: Where are you based?
1: The Michael Fowler Centre is our home. Right. So that's been closed for maintenance um, at the moment. In March it will open up and we will go back in there with the orchestra. And there will be more social distancing than normal. Um, obviously, not so much that anyone falls off the stage or they can't hear their colleagues. Um, but we, we, as I say, it's been a couple of years now. So we have got quite good at um, adapting and you know, putting distance between the instruments who, who are blowing, you know, the brass <laughs> and the wind, and the instruments who are just breathing. How, how normally, many like in the, the orchestra?
0: Strings. Can I, Is that ignorant to ask that? How many in the orchestra?
1: Well, it kind of depends what you're playing. Um, a Mozart-sized orchestra is much smaller than um, a Wagner-sized orchestra, for example. But, Can we get
0: Kirsten to start playing something yeah. as we as we talk? Can we just have that quietly going on in the background? Because I just think it would would be quite. I feel a little bit strange. It's it's very different, isn't it? Go you. Know, you Beautiful, unbelievable So can I just back to that question How many full-time employees does the Symphony Orchestra have?
1: Well we have a few vacancies at the moment It's you know It can be quite tricky to uh, bring musicians in from overseas and um, And fill those spots But normally you have around 90 full-time
2: members of a symphony orchestra
0: Wow, what was that piece you just played?
2: Uh, that was the start of Le Folie d'Espagne by a French baroque composer. So it was written about the 1600s.
0: Is there any reason why you wanted to play that particular tune?
2: Um, that's the tune that I played for one of the uh, daily catch concerts, and uh, I just really like the tune. Yeah.
0: How are you feeling as a musician uh, when you look to the to the future? Do you feel that it's going to be okay, or do you do you have concerns over whether you know the COVID? Uh, restrictions would is going to play havoc on you.
2: Um, I'm really optimistic, actually, that um, with we have to keep changing and be flexible all the time. But I think as a company, we're quite good at doing that. And um, yeah, I just imagine that at some point in the future, we'll get to all be together again and play to a full concert hall. Again.
0: Beautiful. Um, Kirsten Mason uh, talking about the venue. I want to talk. Quickly about the venue for actually both of you—it's a beautiful venue you're playing—and tell us a little bit about that venue. It's sold out. I mean, it's even though it's free, it's gone, isn't it? There's no more tickets available, so we can't advertise it. But tell us about the venue that you that you're playing this particular concert at.
1: That's right. It is a beautiful venue, and the concerts were all snapped up. Um, so I'm really sorry for your listeners that there aren't any more tickets to them. But that was really heartwarming that our audiences um, still want to come and hear live music and like. Kirsten, I'm really optimistic that when we're able to play to full houses, everyone will come back because the, you know, the signs from our audience are that everyone, they all miss the music just as much as Kirsten and, and her colleagues do. In terms of the hall, yes, it's a beautiful hall. The acoustic is lovely. Um, it's beautiful in the evening. Um, the the owners of the building have um, put in beautiful Most, lights yeah. um, that that light up the columns and the and the architecture. And it's just a lovely, lovely space to play in and to experience live music yeah. in. It's also a, a great sized space to have when you can only have 100 audience members. Yeah, it's
0: beautiful. Thank you both for coming in. Amazing. Uh, Kirsten Mason, who's the, the director of Artistic Programme, and the beautiful flute player, the beautiful sounds of the flute player, Kirsten Ead. I appreciate you both coming in so, so much. Wellington Mornings with Newstalks at be